Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Hey, you know, speaking of sneak-ins, I mean, is now the time? We gotta... You gotta tell the sneak in story. I mean, yeah, now's the time. We're at 36 minutes. I mean, and then I want you to tell the supervisor story afterwards because that cracks me up even for more. Sure. I mean, it's like, yeah, and the fact sure. that there may be an addiction that has began. <laughs> not Beautiful at all. Addiction. No, not at all. I just was really upset that they wouldn't. Maybe I'll tell that first. So we snuck in and it was an epic. Perfect no, we got to tell the sneak-in part because they're going to be curious what happened. No, but then it's a letdown. I think the sneak-in story... They don't know if we made it. All right, well, here, okay, let's... Yeah, all right, if we want to talk about that. I mean, it's only... The story of our life. <laughs> here, I can see you're about to rip on me from staying behind a truck. I'm going to whip around him and break some laws. No, there's nothing... There's nothing... Uh, there's no making fun of you or... Uh, even teasing you, it's just confusing to me. I never would have thought you're gonna call that you drive Kate like and go, this. I never should have got a, dry, a ride with Cash. Cash drove too safely. Or you call her and go, I, we crashed on the way home. It's, I mean, just, it's want, different than I expected. But I respect his manhood. It's just different. It's just different than I expected. We're going that's 73 miles an hour now in that's, a 65 zone, radar <laughs> enforced. Oh boy! All right, so um, so it was yeah, okay. So it was it right before the show, uh, the first night. So I get into town, San Diego, and you could see the stadium from TJ's room. Yeah, and uh, right he's like, there. "Let's go over there, and uh, let's try to break into that mother." Well, no, I said, "Do you want to see a game?" He said, "Yeah, maybe you want to try and sneak in." Yeah, you didn't say try. You said, "Yeah, you want to sneak in?" I said, "Yes, that would be amazing," but I was worried because. TJ is uh, someone that's um, had some success in the uh, entertainment industry. So some people know what he looks Moderate like. Success. But what I pictured was you wearing a mask. And I thought, this is the perfect time to sneak in with TJ because he'll have a mask. That's but, how I pictured it. Right. But I pictured us together breaking into a, a major So what I did, together. though, is I... We also have to say <laughs> that San Diego... Um, is um, uh, yeah, you're not a big bless you guy, are you? 
No. Me neither. I do uh, gazoon tight, but rarely. I don't know where the blessings are coming from. From sneezes. I think we're burning. <laughs> we're burning blessings. blessings. Like there's a lot of problems. Burning blessings. Yeah, we're burning the cash levy story. <laughs> I feel bad no one's, uh, you know you have not made it in this business when there's no sandwich named after you. That's true. So uh, San San Diego has, um, yeah, you're right. You got to have a sandwich somewhere. Bum me out. There was a sandwich place with all the uh, athletes. And Mm. then there was one comedian on the board. Really? Adam Richmond. Oh, that's funny. I'm not familiar with him. He's great. He's, um... But I was bummed out. I'm like, no one's naming a sandwich after me. I'm a failure. And there is no cash levy story. There's also no movie, which is especially bad right now because they're making documentaries about everything these days. Everything. They're making documentaries about the making of documentaries. Well, you know what the the cash levy club? Yeah, that's just a BLT. <laughs> deep cuts from last deep episode. Cuts from like deep, deep cuts, deep from, cuts from the not so deep cut. Um, okay, so <clears throat> so we go over there yeah. to the stadium. Yeah, well, yeah. so we had to take two different routes of how we were going to sneak in. So it was great to see Cash because do you want to tell your sneak in? No, I, I like the way you tell. I liked. <clears throat> so I was watching him. And there are two points of entry, really, only two. Both had metal detectors. And um, what it was was there was one place where you could sort of do, you know, it was where everybody was going in. And then the other sort of weak point was an exit that only had one person there and lots of people were leaving. So I thought, I'm going to try there. And, you know, cash, uh, cash went into the front entry. And I saw him get past the first sort of perimeter. And then he was just looking at his phone, kind of pacing and watching, watching for his moment. And what I was going to do is <clears throat> there were two guys smoking cigarettes right near the other exit. And I think they were going to re-enter. In fact, I'm sure of it because they went out for a cigarette. So I looked at their the size of their cigarette and judged how long I could watch you. Um before I had to go back, because they wanted to take a picture with me. That was going to be my angle, was go over there, take a picture with those guys so I clearly look, you know, like a famous person, and then say to the girl, hey, I left my ticket inside, but I just came out here to take a picture with these guys. And then she would say, oh, yeah, okay, you're a celebrity, and you're just trying to do a solid to these guys. So as I'm watching Cash, and he's kind of going back and forth, I see him about to go through, and suddenly, and this is so amazing, Somebody goes, hey, TJ, are you TJ Miller? And I said, yeah. No, wait, but can I just, I don't want to interrupt, but I do want to ask you one question because I look back at you. I I call it purgatory where I'm stuck between the um, metal detector and the actual ticket takers. And what I'm doing is I'm sort of like a fish looking for a perfect place to like go upstream. To spawn. To spawn. And I'm looking for a good opening and I'm kind of trying to be patient. But I look back at TJ and he was looking at me and we've never talked about this yet, but I looked at you, do you remember? And I kind of looked at you like... And I kind of think I went like this, like, it takes some time. Because you were kind of looking at me like, what the fuck? What's going on? No, I was not. No, okay. That's what I thought. I thought you were impatient no, with no, my... No, 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 no. I was going to make no. an attempt, but I was no. like, let me wait for the moment. No, I was just okay. watching. I, okay. did, I didn't want I wasn't wanna, sure if you were like... I didn't want to miss it. And okay. that's why when this guy goes, okay, so this guy hey, comes are up. you TJ Miller? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah. But um, And he goes, 
He goes, I'm a big fan of the podcast, man. And I was like, really? 12 and a half? That's awesome. And I said, Cash is about to do a sneak in. And he goes, yeah, I was wondering if that was Cash up there. And I was like, he's trying to sneak in. I want to see what's going on. And he's like, yeah, so you guys are sneak Because I, I sort of saw you guys looking sketchy and kind of walking around the front uh. here. And I go, well, yeah, I mean, he's trying. And then I look and you're gone. Like David Copperfield, <laughs> like a ghost, like Patrick Swayze, like Casper, you were gone. Like that movie where they went, what's up with that? Yeah. yeah. That movie. That yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. That's, and, uh, One that's of my the favorite same, quotes, That's too. the same movie where I he goes. I quote that all the time. Where he goes, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so it, it was just so funny that I missed the sneak in. Then I look over. <laughs> and I you weren't sure if I really made it. Go. You thought maybe yeah, I got caught. I, yeah. Or, yeah, I didn't know what, you know. I didn't know if you had made it in there, if you double back. But I said, well, I've got to, because he never picks up his phone. So I thought, okay, I got it. And I go over, and the guys had finished their cigarette and gone back in. So then I was like, uh, I don't know. So then I waited, and as some people came out, I tried to go in the exit and the girl goes excuse me you can't come in here do you where's your ticket i said i left it up there i just came outside to take a picture um, and then i had to go back in and at this point my mask i think my, my mask was off or no i think it was on and she said no no i'm afraid you have to and i was like i you know i'm i, I took a picture i'm playing the comedy club and she's like absolutely not and I said, I really got to go back up there. And she said, I, I'm going to have to ask a manager. Right at that moment, a manager came around and uh, he said, what's going on? I said, you know, I'm playing the comedy club here. And he said, I thought your voice sounded familiar. And then I was like, I'm in. The hook. Because, yeah, because he... We have liftoff! <laughs> <laughs> but it is, you're right, in the con game, that was the hook. The and... eagle has landed! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a goat on the moon. <laughs> I'm going to start favorites. using that one. one yeah, uh, that's a great one. There's a goat on the moon. Uh, so anyway, um, so then he's I go, look, I, I, I forgot my tickets up there. He goes, well, can you call the guy? And I was like, he just his phone's off. I can never get a hold of him. So well, I got to screen you first. I go, yeah, then let's do that. And so he brought me over. And as we're going over, I said, um, uh, just writing down there's a goat on the moon Wait, what's that from nothing i just made it up <laughs> what's that from i love when kate goes it's from me right now it's from me yeah so um you know who you look like i look like myself that's so uh, as we're walking yeah. i said you know you should come see a show i said how, how often are you working he goes you know it varies obviously and i said we got to come see a show i can get you tickets to see the show and he's like i'm not really trying to and he almost said, I'm not getting you through for a ticket. I'm not going to do right, that. Right, right. Um, but I said, no, you got to go. I, I, I get comps for all kinds of people. I just got the two girls at the restaurant comps. And he goes, well, I mean, if it's not too much trouble. And I said, no, no, absolutely. I'd love you to come see a show. You've never been to the club? He's like, no. I was like, you got to come to the club. So then I knew, all right, now I've really got him hooked in. Because I can't. He's not going to not let me through. Hook it and book it. Hook it and book it. <laughs> These are things no one's ever said. Anyway. Um, are, well, are you a hooker from the way you play snooker? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, chicka chicka. <laughs> doo 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 bow, bow. Oh, yeah. Chicka chicka. So uh, I, th I thought, well, now I've really got him. 
And so he got me through the metal detector. I went through it three times. Yeah. It kept going off. I'm thinking this is going to be the moment where a supervisor comes over. She'll come in to the story and later. I was, yeah, yeah. Um, a supervisor would come over, but no one did. And it was so funny. As he brings me past this woman, he says, uh, you know, he came down here and he left his ticket. Ups, and the woman goes, yeah, I don't care. That's what she said to him. She goes, I don't care. It's whatever. Because she didn't like her job. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Which is partially what... A lot of sneak-ins uh, hinge on. you got to yeah. find someone that doesn't care too much. Yeah. And so I uh, I got my way through, and as I went up the stairs, I go, all right, how am I going to find cash? And you were right next to me. <laughs> Appeared like David Copperfield, <laughs> like Patrick Sweezy, like Casper. Uh, and so then we snuck in, and it's true, and we kind of didn't really talk for a second. Yeah. And then it's true, you feel an absolute rush that you've gotten away with it, you got yeah. it done. And yeah, euphoria, absolutely. And then it was, I mean, from there, do you want to tell the rest of it? Yeah, well, it was also, so, so great. Yeah. How quickly had you gotten in? Well, so I was you, watching Did you this. see me do it? Yeah. Yes, uh, so first of all, my... Yeah, what was unorthodox for me is... What's, what was unorthodox for me is usually no one's... Usually, uh, if I'm doing it with another person, they're right next to me. So we were going to do a separate thing. So I was a little... Well, what's, what was interesting for me was... Um, I, I took a little more chances than I normally would. I'm a little bit risk averse uh, in terms of my first attempt. Usually I take a look at the different options and I'm a little more patient. But it was already um, it was already like the second or third inning and we had a show in an hour and a half and I was like, you gotta, you, you're not going to be able to look at another entrance or find right. so this you got to pick and your later spot I would find there were no other entrances well they close them as the game goes on but no, um, no they close them because of COVID I think well, in any event the the bottom line was actually probably not. I was a little more risk adverse and I'm going to slow down because there's a you know what I'm going to go back and say you probably know uh, about baseball a little yeah. more than me yeah, well, there, there's one interest in particular where they close it in like the second or third inning, and then they. But in any event, here's the, the bottom line: was uh, I was able to get through, but I immediately was worried that TJ would make the same sneaking attempt that I had made because it took a lot of like uh, moxie. It, well, it took some experience, and I also it wasn't the type of sneaking where if you get caught, you have any alibi. So there was going to be no way, and I really didn't want TJ to get in trouble. Um, so I called him immediately and was like, or not immediately, but I got out of uh, uh, sight lines of the people I had passed. Right. And, um, and, but I was within maybe six, six inches of two different ticket takers. And I didn't think that was a reasonable thing for a guy that's 6'4 to do who uh, is as noticeable as he is. So I, I was really worried almost immediately. And is, and is that part of it? Did you just, how did you not show your ticket? Uh, there's time. The timing of it is um, it's hard to explain, but uh, there are times when they're scanning people's tickets where their sight line is briefly blocked, and you have to pick that moment and slide right past. So them. I got to tell you, it does right have past. a lot to do with yeah. your size. Oh, it certainly yes, helps. Yeah. There's no doubt. If I look different, if I was, there's no doubt that that's been very helpful for me. And April. I mean, April's five feet tall. Yeah. And you know, she can she can fit inside a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a lockbox, which is something we often do, but that's a, a call whole box. different story. A call box, I should say. Call box. Um, in any event, I was worried immediately. You know, not I your callback, you. but your call box was, My about, call back was about the phone box. My callback should have been the phone box, 
but learn turned into a lockbox. Wasn't the phone box? Yeah, it wasn't what it should have been. The lockbox. Let's just keep this <laughs> under lock and key. Uh, right, this whole ahead. conversation. This whole I was thing. worried. I called you. You didn't pick up, and I was just really worried you were going to make the same attempt and be like, "Oh, that looked easy," you know, and and try to do the same way. Instead, so I went back and I looked. I was behind this palm tree and I watched the whole thing. There was a moment where TJ made the security guard laugh. And I was like, he's got it. It's going to happen. Yeah. But then I started to worry because you did have a real, and you think I'm a slow driver? You were slow taking all the different uh, different paraphernalia off your body that might stop you from going through the metal detector. That was and I was tough. like, this is a, this has to be moving quicker. I was like, you get a little concerned. <laughs> I'm like, you got to move, man. You don't want to take your watch off, God damn it. Like, I was so, like, you know, really? I was worried about the chain. I'm like, take the fucking chain off. You're trying to do a sneak in here. I don't want them to have second thoughts because it's kind of, t- you know, it's delicate, you know, whatever you had agreed to have this guy do for you. I was like, it's delicate. And Anyway, he gets in, I sidle up uh, beside him. I know the feeling he was having, so I didn't want to say anything because the feeling is really euphoric. There's something really beautiful about it. Yeah, and I was like, this is awesome. We went, we, we grabbed some seats and watched like half an inning. And then we go over to this other area and these people spot us and they recognize TJ. And he was in a great mood. I mean, it, you never forget your first big. I mean, it's a it's a professional sporting event. Well, I that's what I also I felt very proud of you because it was your first like you didn't like start off with like a state fair or a movie. You went straight to the. I mean, it's a professional sporting. Well, event. and I don't I don't think I'll ever do one again with you. It was because beautiful. one thing is I knew that it didn't matter how quickly I took that stuff off. It was annoying to me because I was trying to get into the game. Yeah. But I had him. You had him. He wasn't. Okay. I didn't the, know you had the, the hook reason, in. I didn't know you had the hook in. The reason was the girl didn't know who I was when I tried to just sneak back through the gate. Right. And, she, you know, she was too aware. And to her, uh, letting me in is not as important as her job. She was too low on the totem pole, as you said. But for this guy, he didn't care about the job enough to get in the way of the story. He wants the story, and then he gets tickets to the show. He wants the story to be, um, I sort of brought T.J. Miller into. Right, right. So I, I had to play. I don't think I can ever get in without playing the angle of celebrity. And also, it helps because he thinks, well, why would he sneak in? Why would? And that's I told he you that sometimes that's the that's sort of the key to most sneak-ins is who would do such a thing, right? And that sometimes is in your favor. Right. Yeah, I think that's always going to be in my favor. So then Cash immediately found us a couple of seats on the ground floor, and that was great. And then I said, you know, do you want to get a, uh, you know, a beer and a brat or something, or just a couple of beers? Because I thought that would be really fun. And uh, he said, yeah, come on, let's go this way. And then I used the bathroom really quickly. When I came back out, I couldn't find him, but he was he had taken us to a different area. Uh, well, uh, where ostensibly they didn't look at your tickets there, right? Right. And as we're sitting there, Cash is telling me kind of some. Um, we don't have our masks on at this point. Did you? No. And so as we're sitting there, uh, and he's telling me the history of the 
the ballpark and all this kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, yeah, we should get a brat and a couple beers. They built this ballpark around a building that was like 100 years old. It's, I think it's called the Metal. Is it the Metal and Steel Building or something? Yeah. And I was just saying, those are the greatest luxury boxes in sports. Look at that. It, they, that's and, a building that was 100 years old. And, and they built luxury. As I'm saying that, yeah. I, these guys in one of the luxury boxes noticed me. And this guy's telling his friends and pointing at yeah. me and waving. And I kind of gave him a hello. How you doing? And then I thought to myself, we, I can get us in that luxury Yeah, box. yeah. And so I said, you know, it's all mimed, but I kind of said, could we come over there? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, come on over. So we, we go over there and <clears throat> actually, no, the guy, we're on our way over there. <clears throat> the guy's already out whose box it was. <clears throat> and he was, um, he's, hey, how you doing? Come on in. Well, sure enough, it was uh, a tech company. Yeah. And so they love Silicon Valley. Yeah. So I take some pictures and they give us some beers. So we had free beers. Yeah, so we're beers. in the box and I'm talking and it's just so it's so beautiful there. It feels like Yeah, it was awesome. It was a, just an awesome viewpoint. We're watching the game. TJ's sort of back uh I wasn't hungry, but we've got some beers. Now it's about Yeah, I didn't eat either. I don't know. 30 minutes to showtime, right? Now we have about a 15 minute yeah, walk. This is so funny. We have about a 15 minute walk to the stadium. And I'm kind of looking at the clock because I'm like, you know, it's our first show of the week. It would behoove it's us to show up. Um, <laughs> it would behoove us to show up on, like, before the show starts, since the right. show is, right. we're actually in the show. TJ is the show. Uh, I'm doing the show. I mean, it's so I'm like kind of little get just looking at my clock a little bit, but I'm hoping uh, we can get around to uh, Fernando Tatis, his at bat, because I'd already was thinking about it, looking at the lineup. And I was and by the way, it was a no hitter. Padres didn't have a hit yet. Right. Zero zero. Uh, and it was in the fifth inning now. And uh, and I'm like, it would behoove us to. To, to use that uh, to, to use the word behoove at least three times in this episode, <laughs> in this episode. and uh, so I said well we got to at least watch Tatis hit he's a future MVP he's having historic beginning of his career he's a wonder kind really? and I'd love to see his at bat yeah I mean he's he's like 20 years old he's the son of uh, a guy I always enjoyed watching uh, you know Fernando Tatis uh, this is his son Fernando Tatis Jr. he's just a um, He's great. He's a, he's he's super good to watch. He's going to come up the next inning. When he comes up, TJ's still uh, talking in back talking with some to the of the CEO IT of this guys. Company yeah. and trying to just be nice. So I was like, were... I was so I ran in. I'm like, TJ, Tatis is up, and I and what? And I'm like, Tatis is up, and I'm. He's like, you got to come see this. So he comes out onto the balcony, and uh, he didn't know what a Tatis was no. right uh, before this. I'd heard of Matisse. You're a painter. <laughs> That's how refined you are. Sure, yeah. And I have not heard of Matisse. I've only heard of Tatis. And uh, anytime I talk to anybody about Tatis, they say, get a room. <laughs> anyway, I pull him out. I'm like, seriously, you got to see this. And on the next pitch, he hits a fucking Tatis home run. hits a moonshot over the fence. The crowd goes crazy. Yeah, it was. It felt fence. like Ferris Bueller's day off. Everyone's high-fiving. I'm like, we just snuck into a game. Tatis hits a moonshot to break up a no-hitter with my friend TJ. We've done our first 
sneak in together. This goes right into the book, you know? Everyone's high-fiving, and then TJ was so smart to just be like, all right, we're out of here. It was the perfect exit. Yeah, it's the perfect exit. top that. And the high-fiving. The tater. The high-fiving was the first time in a year and a half, or however long, but first time since the pandemic that I have high-fived a stranger. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that used to be a big part of life pre-pandemic. And... So yeah, I knew. I said, "Well, we just saw a home run from the guy that you say is amazing. We saw it. We were, went to the luxury boxes. We both did a sneak in. We sat on the, we sat on some seats to watch a little bit of it. Uh, I used the restroom. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and so we left. And um, I don't know. It was and we great. we made it to the show in time. Yeah, we had a great show, and the shows were great because. It was the first weekend that uh, in California, yeah. everybody's free to go out and uh, and, and do whatever they to want. Wear their masks, yeah. It was fu- it was fully open in San Diego, and so that was just amazing. It was so perfect. And then the next day, and so and and so here's the thing. Or not the next day, but on a Saturday, a couple days later. Well, once I, you're in the game, let me just I say, said, you know, I'd once like- you're in the game, once you've done this, it starts to become an addiction. So for the rest of the weekend, TJ's like, should we go back to the stadium? No, what happened was, not at all. So what happened was I said. Get a little more of that sweet, hot stuff. I'd like to go over and watch um, the game, but I'll buy a ticket. So I go over there, and the ticket booth is closed. Right. So it's like the seventh inning. So I look up, yeah, and I look up online, and you can't buy a ticket online. It's only tickets for the next game. Yeah. And that was really frustrating because you can go to a baseball ball game anytime. I don't understand. In fact, the last part of the game is more interesting. Right. People leave before the game's over. I think you should be able to go after the game started. But you just, I agree. the box office, everything was closed. So I go back and I try and go through. They go, no, 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 you can't go through. And there was just, just she was a frog. That's how I can describe this woman. She was just a yeah. frog. Yeah. So she was a frog of a woman. I said, you know, I want to buy a ticket, but I can't. So can I just see the rest of the games? No. Well, you can't go in without a ticket. And I said, yeah, but I can't get a ticket. And everybody's leaving. So what does it matter if I go? And she goes, she goes, uh, I said, who would know? And she goes, I would know. And I said, um, well, I go, well, why? Uh, why? Why is that? I didn't understand it. I, I go, well, so I, she goes, well, I would know. I love it. And I said, um, and she said, well, I would have to tell my supervisor. And I'm like, well, what if you didn't tell your supervisor? And she goes, would matter. I would know. And I said, well, who are you? And she's like, I'm the supervisor. <laughs> and I said, and I was talking about myself in the and, third person. And I said that. I said yeah. to her, I, you know, I knew I wasn't getting in. So I said, so you would fire yourself? And she just didn't know what to say. And I go, that is the most fucking ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And the two girls next to her kind of laughed and I just walked away. And I was like, that sort of mic drop moment was probably better than the, the game that I would have seen. But I would have loved to have gone in and have a beer and a brat and watch the game. It's so frustrating that you can't buy a ticket. And to me, it's like, what do they not want money? Like I know. Just keep one person at the ticket booth. But I love the How idea much that money someone, are they saving? someone is the supervisor of themselves. It was amazing. Well, I would know. Well, who are you? I'm the supervisor. So would you fire a, yourself? And then she just didn't know what to say. I'm a descendant of self-flatulators. 
what on earth? And she was just, but you know, she was so hateful about her life that she brought it to the job. So if you hate the job and you like your life, they'll let you into the game. If you hate your life and you you have the job and you like the job, she probably likes her job. There's no there's no good job where someone has where someone has to say, "I'm just doing my job." That's the mark of a job that's not yeah. that fun. So that was the that. Uh, that's the epic sneak in and. Uh, Ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-doo-ba-